When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Copy Podcast. What is happening, Reds? Welcome back to the Copite Podcast. It is the Wolves reaction show. It is Liverpool 3, Wolves 1. Um, so, yeah, I was getting a bit nervous during the uh, first half of the game that this was going to be a, a revert to last season where we were talking about Liverpool being shit. But thankfully, the Reds turned it on, turned on the style in the second half and, and got through it and, and performed really well towards the end. But before we get stuck into it all, I'm joined by Christian, as always. Christian, how are you doing? How are you looking? I mean, people obviously listening can't see the exotic background and whatever, but I'm sure I'll have to do a clip just so people can see because it looks like you're in like the uh, looks like you're in the forest somewhere, lad. Just like sat on a tree branch somewhere with a pint. Yeah, I know. No, I'm. I'm <laughs> this is like the sun is shining. This is Sweden for you. A normal day in September, mate. You know, sunshine, pint in hand, green. You know, uh, surroundings and all that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I'm in a. I'm in a bar in uh, Katrina Holm. It's called. I just uh, uh, left my daughter here for, uh, with her stepdad, uh, or just to you know had her over the weekend. So I just brought her back with the train like I do. So I take a little stop here and have a pint before I get the train back to Karlstad. So it's just very nice weather and just sit out in this little room here. So that's why it looks nice. It looks like I'm abroad somewhere, but it's only speeding for you. Cheers. <laughs> um, that nice little pint, you know, lovely stuff. Um, I had quite a few last night, uh, so I'm, I'm probably going to have some later. But yeah, we'll see how see how I feel. But let, let's get stuck into the um, let's get stuck into the red things. Like I mentioned before, it was I was worrying for this show. I was thinking, oh no, we're going to have to do another show based on Liverpool being energyless and whatever. And we turned it around in the second half, thank God. But just before we get stuck into the stuff in the game, what what was your thoughts on the? 11 because it was, it was a, a big surprise. General Quanta gets his, his full his full debut in, in a centre half alongside Joel Matip. Gomez shuffles along. Um, I mean, it's, it surprised me. I'm sure it surprised everyone. I mean, not surprised that the, the quality that Quanta's got, but the fact that because Kanate was fit and was on the bench, he still went with Quanta to, to the. To, partner matter in a game like this a half 12 historically I, I spoke with Mike on the on, on the preview show about like half 12s being Liverpool's nemesis especially after an international break and to throw Quanson in it was all the signs and then with the early goal all the signs are pointing that this might have been the, the, the wrong move but I thought yeah what, what were your thoughts on on the selection before we get into how we, how we performed um I got you know, I, I totally understood the selection uh, from the point of view that it's been, uh, you know, international break. 
Uh, I think Klopp mentioned that Konate wasn't, you know, like hundred percent fit. He was back, but didn't want to, you know, maybe take a chance with him because we need him going forward. Obviously, with uh, Van Dijk being suspended, you got ones are coming in, and you know, you can't say that you're not concerned about it because he's a young kid. Uh, you're not not proven yet, but obviously with loads of potential. So, if Klopp trusts him to go in to do a job. I'm as a supporter will trust him and you know support him as well. Uh, and then when you looked at the the midfielder, I was a little bit surprised that McAllister started with the trip and journey that he had. But you know I, I can't complain about that because I, I want him to play. Obviously, it turned out not to be his best game because I probably played um, during the international break and having all the travels to do. Uh, same with obviously David Nunes not starting. We become you know talk about that a little bit further down the line as well but the front three i was quite happy with because that's what we said before you know we've got the we've got so many options now with quality so i, w- I was pleased with the starting 11 i thought you know even if we're away against wolf we have a good chance uh, so i was just looking forward to the game but obviously like you said as well it didn't start the way we wanted it started the way we felt like last season was something that we did too much and we've seen it this season as well but the difference is that we can find another gear and actually turn it around so, yeah, uh, starting 11, fine. Uh, start of the game, not very well. Yeah, I, I, f- I felt like on the preview show, me and Mike were talking about like which of the South American lads would be in the 11, and I felt like at least one of them would be in there. I just didn't think it would be McAllister. I thought it would be Diaz. I think then Diaz coming on towards the end of the game changed the game, along with a few of the lads that came on. But McAllister just looked absolutely shattered, didn't he? He was playing passes like he just had like looked like he was dead on his feet, and he was playing in Bolivia like after take, taking on oxygen canisters and playing at high altitude, and then not getting back to the UK till four in the morning, and then clock yeah. not seeing them for ages. Like all the signs were really like that was a mistake in hindsight, but we we rectified it uh, at halftime with Diaz. But we might as well talk about the the, the goal and and the first half, and because it was, I mean, everyone has been saying that, and it is a bit of a cliche that it was a, a game of two halves because Liverpool, the first half, were absolutely horrific and the second half, we just started to turn the screw a little bit and started getting our proper influential players on the ball, the changing system and whatever. But the, the, the start of the game, you could tell Liverpool were just... Neto was having so much joy with Gomez down that right-hand side. And Joe Gomez isn't a right-back, to be fair to me. He played centre-half against Villa and done really well. He's a, he's a good standing against maybe... Lesser quality, but Neto was so good and can beat anyone, especially with the form he was in uh, yesterday. But the start was became from from Neto and a little ball in, and Chan gets the he Chan gets the goal. And seven minutes in, you're thinking, is this going to be a repeat of last season where uh, Liverpool just don't turn up and we're just you just you're just not going to turn up on the day and. But then in the back of your mind, you're thinking Liverpool have turned the corner. You think you'd expect Liverpool to start to have the energy, come back into the game. But the first half was just littered with loads of mistakes, weren't it? Yeah, and I thought, you know, everyone was obviously saying, you know, Joe Gomez and Matip didn't have the best games, while Kwanzaa had, a, you know, were quite a stable performance from him. Uh, I think, you know, in terms of the goal, uh, it was a collective bad defending. You, you mentioned McAllister, obviously, misplacing passes all the time. I was really frustrated with easy passes that was misplaced. And, you know, I don't blame him, obviously, because of the the, the games that he played with Argentina and the travelling and all that. You know, we, we all know that how preparation lack of preparation can affect us whatever we do uh, you know if you haven't slept well if you're tired if you haven't had the perfect 
preparation for these kind of games at this top level. It will affect you, even though they are pros. So, you know, that was happening. Obviously, the, the early yellow card didn't help. Um, first, when I saw it, I thought, you know, it was a yellow card. And I saw the Wolves play it. It looked very, you know, like he fell over very easy. At the same time, what McAllister does, he, he loses the ball with a bad pass, then chases back home, uh, home and actually put the hand on him. And he invites the situation to happen by doing that. So the yellow card is not, I don't agree with it, but I can see why the referee gave it, if you like, if you know what I mean. So that doesn't help his game further on, because obviously that will mean that if he gets another yellow, he's off again. <laughs> So that was a problem that obviously Klopp had to, you know, solve in later on during the game, which he did. But I thought, you know, collectively we didn't start well. Uh, Wolves were on at us. We were not in the right uh, mindset and, you know, having the energy. Like I always talk about on the shows, Mick, and also on Twitter. I want us to be 100% on it from the whistle. And sometimes it's like it takes us... 20, 25, 30 minutes to actually come into a game. And I hate that because you expect, at least as supporters, you expect for the energy and the, the the power and willingness to actually go and win games, to be there. Then you can have, like McAllister, misplaced passes, a bad game because of circumstances that just happened, like being for you during the week. But I at least want to play to run and fight for it. Uh, and I didn't see that in the, you know, the, the, the majority of the first half. Uh, obviously, that changed for the second half. Yeah, there was just too many. Um, just slack passes is another one where McAllister tries to play it back and then they counter. And luckily, Zobersly, the, the beast that he is, a track back and he's got pace and he and he kind of he stopped that one on on his own basically. And that's another reason why we love him so much. And I think even him, even Zobersly, a little bit in the first half, he was trying to get on the ball. He was trying to make things happen, playing a few missed passes, misplaced passes himself. But he he was he was the only one like kind of getting on the ball and trying to make something happen for me. And that's why, I mean, second half when we changed the system, whatever, that's when he grew into the game even more. But what I mean, the chances they had first half, we could have been. We could have well been two 0 down, and that would have been a bit of a mountain to climb. And you would have been then thinking, right, we'll take it. We'll take a two two here if 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 we can, and just get out of here and take a draw. But yeah, luckily, we we got we got through the first half one 0 down, and I was kind of like, I haven't been that exasperated watching a match for a while. That I was absolutely livid with some of the passes we were playing. The energy, like you mentioned, was just. It's just hard to understand. I mean, you can. I mean, missing Van Dijk and missing Trent in an away game like this is massive, anyway. So that, I mean, factored in like Quanzer making his debut, McAllister flying all around the world and whatever. So there's, it's acceptable to a point, but like the amount of energy and the, whatever, just people just knocking it round and there's there was no like, right, I'm gonna get the ball and I'll make something happen here. It was more like let's wait for half time, let's wait for the half time whistle and see what we can do. And luckily. Liverpool had a, a good 15 minutes where we, we got in there and of course McAllister came off and it was the most obvious substitution ever like McAllister like you mentioned on the yellow and it was just absolutely knackered it doesn't detract from how good McAllister is he just that it just wasn't the right game for him this one but yeah we made the we made the switch and we brought on Luis Diaz who I expected to, to start this one but I think him coming off the bench in, in this type of game where He's going to just drive at defenders. He's going to get the ball. He's going to keep it. He's going to run it after everything. He's going to chase after everything. He's going to create stuff, cut inside, link up. He's, he's just the, the more I watch him, the more I just think how lucky we are to have him. But I think because we've got so many of them type of players now who are just like, how good is he? I think Diaz sometimes not doesn't get forgotten, but I feel like maybe doesn't get some of the credit he deserves, I guess, in a, in a, in a way. Like, I mean, that's probably more online. 
based people. But um, yeah, he, he came on and Liverpool straight away just started to look like a better team, didn't we? Just just from that change. Yeah, you know, he provides the energy that we were talking about. He, he's like a battery, you know, charged battery coming in, just, you know, with all the power, runs, like you said, all the time, uh, putting pressure on uh, op- op- opposition players, just, you know, create stuff. It's just a hassle for any defender to try to play against. So, you know, when he came in, I could see that, that everything changed in a bit. And then, you know, when you have someone like that providing the energy, it kind of, you know, goes over to other players like Soboslav has already tried in the first half you can see that he came into the game better even you know Curtis Jones as well I thought the whole game plan the system and the way we wanted to uh, have the ball and play the ball and try to get them to score the first goal for us uh, it was totally changed it was another passion and I, I know that Soboslav in terms of the interview after the game you know said something about the, the talk the cop had in the changing room uh, at half time, you say, you know, how, how we need to bring the passion on the pitch, and that's what we did. And I thought, you know, that was great because, like I said, we need that from the start, you know, going forward. But to actually be able to bring it on and take it on and, and do something with it, it's a good sign. Yeah, and to see like the change in, in, in set up with, we saw Jones and Zobislai basically as a, as a two in midfield. And the, yeah, they, play, they played really well, both. And I think Zobislai again, I just, even the first half, like I mentioned before, like he was still trying stuff, and then second half he just took it upon himself. And Jones as well, like just trusting themselves in tight spaces and, and playing one twos and stuff, and just keeping the ball ticking over. That's what Liverpool just needs to do. We need to knock it round, but at speed. The first half there was no, there was no speed, there was not no energy in anything or anything there. And the second half that changed thankfully with 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 those tweaks and McAllister coming off. Um, and yeah, let's let's go let's go straight to the goal then because Gakpo gets the. The equaliser and it comes from Zobislai driving through, driving through in in the spaces. Like there's a couple of times I want I want to see him do that more. To be honest, there's times where he maybe add it and he'd play a little pass and then get get it back. And there's times where I want, I want him to just like get it and drive forward with it because he's got the pace and he's got the he's, he can he hold people off. And when he does that, more often than not, some good happens from it. And this this is one of those times where he drives forward with it and plays it into um, the falls out to and Salad and. Salah in those instances is just, yeah, he's just a, I mean, we always say how good his goal scoring is and we always mention, we do anyway, his, his playmaking ability and that was the case again where he fires it. I don't know if he's shooting, maybe it's a shot, but it's one of them where it's a, a shot back back post and Gakpo, where Gakpo likes to be on the on the back stick ready and, and, and taps it in 10 minutes after the half and that just kind of straight away, you knew, I mean, it's hard to say you knew we were going to win the game from that point, but from the way we started the second half and the energy and the changes and, and system tweaks and whatever, that was just a perfect goal to just count like ten minutes in and then you've got thirty five minutes there to, to to build on it and it was a it was a great start the second half for us, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the perfect start because, like I said, we, we came out and we took charge of the game straight away with the new system and with Diaz coming on. And then with that goal being, you know, a great build up to the goal and the way, like you described, Salah as well, even if it was a shot or if it was a brilliant pass, I don't really care. It's just the perfect spot for Gakpo. He pops up in that position and he scores the goals. And then obviously he has to leave the pitch afterwards because obviously he hadn't had a best game in total and overall, but 
you know, to be in the position and just pop in, uh, pop in that um, area and score is just what we needed. And he can do that. We know, we know what he can provide for us. We've seen it so many times. So, you know, I was pleased for him uh, scoring the goal, obviously, but then uh, he came uh, came off and I totally understood why Klopp took him off also because he, like I said, he didn't have the best game. But it was great to have that 1-1 one, one that early and know that now we've got the chance and the time to actually turn this around as well. Just keep on playing the way we have played in the start of the second half and just build on it. Yeah, of course, and and like that kind of gave us the energy. I mean, it was getting. I mean, when I'm looking now, like Robertson's goal was eighty eighty fifth minute. I think what when, when I was watching the game, it didn't feel. I don't know. It didn't feel that late in the game. It felt a little bit earlier. But um, yeah, yeah <laughs> I agree. It, but I, I guess because it was so much happening, Liverpool were trying to make stuff happen and we're keeping up. We kept on pushing, and that's another thing. Like that's. Another testament to Liverpool, and, and of course, coming on to the the second goal where Robbo gets it, and yeah, a lovely. I mean, it's a, a poor goal kick from from Saar and Robbo just snuffs it, gets straight on it, and plays a little one-two with with Salad and Salad. Of course, in those positions, he's he's so good. He knows exactly where to pass, how to play, and Robbo sticks in the back of the net on his um two hundred two hundredth Premier League game for for Liverpool, which is. Again, another another milestone in how many games, and I think Robbo like it was funny because after the after the game he got asked about like how many goals he, he scored and whatever, and he laughed and was like saying I should have got more, and Klopp kind of said this said the same. Um, it was only his eighth league goal for us, and I mean it was a massive one. Yes, it was massive, and it was much needed. He, but he should have had more, I guess, for the, the amount of quality and the amount of times he's in the box for us. But to get that goal with five minutes to go, I still felt like Liverpool needed another one and we did get it in the end just to kind of see them off. But that was a proper... It was a it was a reward for all the hard work we put in in the second half, but it was also just a, a, an outpour of emotion like um, for everyone watching and those, those, in, those in, the, in the stadium as well for just that all the hard work. And Liverpool, I guess, is still getting questioned, I guess, from... from from the media and stuff about how good they are, what are the credentials like are they are they still mentality monsters and whatever with the changing with the changing team and loads of people leaving and people coming in, and I think this was another tick in the box of Liverpool have got many ways to win. I mean, it wasn't pretty yesterday the first half at all, but the second half was a real true Liverpool side showing up and showing the credentials and quality and Robbo to get the goal on his two hundredth Premier League game was it was just it was perfect, wasn't it? Yeah, and I I love I love how the goal was done because that is like a misplaced you know goal kick or you know uh, from from the goalkeeper and you know technically like skilled from Robertson to actually take it down that quick because even though you know he's a pro and he got time and stuff he he gets it down perfectly he just drives it forward and wins time and space and you know going forward with it have that pass with Salah continues his run and then the perfect pass from Salah and a great little finish from Robertson it's just a perfect moment of football from where the ball comes from the start and the way that he takes it down and all the moments that comes afterwards and I just loved it so I watched it on you know repeat last night as well on highlights and I just thought this is brilliant so it's a it's a great goal when you look back at it and uh you know no one with a liverpool heart can you know have something bad to say about robertson even though he had his you know some games where people might have doubted him and myself as well you say maybe he's you know coming to the end of that 
high level performance that uh, he had had for us for such a long time but he shows again that he's back on track with the last couple of games that he played for us he's been really really good and now being the captain as well scoring a goal playing 200 games for us in the in the premier league He's just an absolute legend. And then obviously, like you said, he should have maybe have scored more because of his the chances he's created and been in the box and the shots he's taken. But, you know, I'm just very pleased as well that, you know, he's created so many assists from a left back position. So there's, you know, there's nothing really to complain about in, you know, in, in, in my world. But, you know, I'm pleased for him. I'm pleased for the team, you know, that he scored that goal because it was a relief and the way he celebrated was brilliant as well. So... You know, all the emotions, it's like you said, the mentality monster thing. We can, we can say that, you know, we have started loads of games this, I wouldn't say loads of games, but, you know, the couple of first games this season, in a way with red cards and stuff where we've been one nil down, we have to turn it around. And, you know, it's not the best way of starting games, but to actually be able to turn those games around against like Newcastle away and even Wolves away now, it shows that we got the mentality there to do it right, to actually come out like in the second half and to actually go for it and just be like, the first half wasn't good enough. Let's, you know, do this right. Come on, turn around. And that's mentality for you. That's something that we need in, you know, this season to go toe to toe with, say, Man City, you know, who won uh, yesterday again, even though they were 1-0 down. So I'm just so pleased that we managed to do it. And I love that we... The way we win those games and obviously the, the third goal was just, you know, uh, to, what do you call it, put the last nail in the coffin or whatever you call it in English, I don't know, but something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> the, the nail in the coffin of, yeah, Wolves, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it was the, the game, it meant, it meant the game over, didn't it, for, for Wolves, thankfully, that's what I was saying before, we needed that third one because it, yeah, it does get nervous when it's 2-1. There's a couple of minutes left and Liverpool are obviously just trying to kick the ball a little bit more, but you're always w- worrying that a mi- one misplaced pass you can break and, and, and score. And Yeah, it was, like you said, Robbo getting that goal was 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 perfect. And he should have had... It reminds me of the one against, um, against Salzburg where Trent assisted them and then Trent and Robbo had a little celebration together. Like, we're just sweeping move and then 1-2 and then he, and then he scores. So... I think maybe we need to play Robbo more on the right because he doesn't when he's in the when he's on the left hand side in the box he, he he never scores but when it it always seems like when he's on the right hand side <laughs> he can he can he can score from there so maybe he's got a future as a a right winger or something um, but yeah if if it means scoring more goals and whatever then I'll, I'll happily take it um, but yeah getting getting the third goal as well I mean I'm it's it's annoying because it's gone down as a a bueno own goal, and I just really want it. Wanted it to be a, an, an Elliot goal, just for the hard work that he's put in. Because I think he's another one that um, there's still people still question, I guess, for 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 what he provides. And like, is he a midfielder? Is he not? Like, it's hard to nail him down to position. But what he doesn't lack is quality and heart and desire when he comes on the field, and he always has a positive impact. And like we said, like Nunes came on 56, Elliot came on as well. Uh, like a double change, Gakpo and Jota went off and Nunes and Elliot came on and we positively impacted the game. Like you text me saying Nunes has done so well, like um, holding the ball up and and stuff like that. And he was a constant threat and I thought Diaz was the same. I thought Elliot was the same when he got on and just kept his ticking over, kept chasing everything. And it was the same for all the lads in the second half, but the, the, just the subs in particular really helped us. And it was lovely to see I mean, I don't know if Liverpool might give it to because I know Liverpool can differ from the Premier League and might might just give it to Elliot in in their record books. I think they should, but it was lovely to see the the goal flying off the post and then he jumped over the 
avatars and horns so straight over to the fans and proper celebration and there's all the clips this morning of um yeah f- f- the cameraman in there se- f- f- uh, filming all the <laughs> celebrations and stuff it was it was so good it was so good and uh, it it just capped off a, a very a tremendous second half a, wor- a worrying first half but a perfect yeah just it ju- i just felt like on i just felt elated when that third one went in i just felt like yes i can relax now and enjoy liverpool getting three points in, in a game that's been really tricky and it was lovely to see elliot get a goal. I'm going to give him a goal. It's it, it, it his goal. Let's say it's his goal. Yeah, I, I think so as well. You know, I don't really care. You know, in the end of the day, he, he's the one who shoots, you know, and it, it's, yeah, even if it's a little deflection, he goes in, he's the one, you know, he's, who's doing it. But I just love, like you said, you mentioned Darwin Nunes there. Obviously, he didn't score, but, you know, the way he's, you know, having an influence on the games now, being a constant threat all the time in, in the areas where defenders just hate to defend against his speed, his strength, and the way he's holding up the ball and, you know, turn that defender just before the goal, because obviously it's a good pass to Salah as well, but then, you know, he has to stop a bit, you know, this uh, rebounds, he takes it back and then play it to Elliot and Elliot have a shot. You know, it goes in, it's a third goal, but, you know, the way we play there with Nunez holding up the ball, I was just, you know, I'm so pleased for Nunez because obviously I want him to score more goals because everyone's talking about his goal scoring and we want him to score loads and loads of goals because everyone compares him with, you know, Haaland or whatever. But and in the end of the day, to have someone that is always involved in dangerous stuff for us to, you know, create scores, passes, holds up the ball, playing, you know, running around from the defender, just chasing, you know, and putting pressure on as well. I think he's, we can see now his development from last season into this season, what he's actually being better at and what he's doing for us and what he actually provides to this team. So I'm so pleased and hope obviously now he also been away playing. There was talk about his having problems with um, some kind of muscle problems or whatever. But the way he comes in and have an impact, I just love the way he did that. You know, when people were saying about, you know, on Twitter and even the commentators, you know, Swedish television were saying it might have been a free kick and stuff. But he's just strong. He's just holding off this defender with his body being strong and then turn him around. The defender just lays down like a little yeah. pussy, to be honest. Sorry. It's never, but, it's never, it's never a free kick that like Dawson, uh, that, That's Dawson. what I mean. I was like, come on, you need to have this, you know, it's, it's a body uh, contact sport. And when you do that, like when you do that great turn, well, holding off the ball, great turn and then comes off the defender. It can never be a free kick if you're not obviously using your elbows or being like a sheer type or whatever. That's so brilliant play of Nunez. I was so happy. And then obviously I thought Salah would score, but then that happened. But when Elliot scores, the relief, like you said, I'm so happy for Elliot who runs out to the fans, like you mentioned as well. Because, you know, he, he's he's not from Liverpool, but he's a little scouser, isn't he? He, he loves to play for, play for us. He's still young. He can still develop. And, you know, people might say, you know, is it a, like you said, is he a winger? Is he a central midfielder? What can he... I think he provides clever brains i think it provides control of the ball i think it provides energy i think it provides passion i think you know with time even though he's he's only he's been there since he was like 16 17 and you know he was considered one of the greatest talents in in europe or in the world and all that i think you know maybe he hasn't developed in the in the speed that everyone was expecting but i think he's developed in in a good way that we see a great footballer playing for us and what the future holds for him i think you know he can be a great great player for us no matter if he if he reaches the world class status or if he just being a really really good Liverpool player because I think whenever he comes on he's very clever he's always doing a great job he's never doing stupid things I think you know in in a long 
term, he will be very important to us, whether he plays from the start or if he comes on the pitch in half time or later on. You know, you can't underestimate that impact and having those kind of players. So pe people need to stop, you know, finding problems all the time. Just see the positive sides of it instead. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's the, there's a constant like trying to label a player, isn't he? Like, where where does he fit? And, and I get it. Yeah. It's like it, it would suit him, Elliot more if he had a dedicated position. But if he can come on the field and have an impact, like he it, he's been having, like he won't be happy to be on the bench all the time. But like you said, he's a boyhood red, so it, it runs through his veins. And when he comes on and scores like he did and celebrates the way he did, you can see that, and that's that's the stuff you want to see. You want to see that yeah. from your players. So. Yeah, was was absolutely made up for him. I was and obviously a bit gutted that they didn't give it to Elliot because then Salah doesn't get the hat trick of assists that he deserved in the game as well. And yeah, we might as well talk about Mo Salah just briefly. Like, yeah, he's now got two hundred and one um, goal involvements in the Premier League, uh, one hundred and thirty nine goals and sixty two assists in two hundred and twenty three games for Liverpool. Which is again, we say it every. Nearly every week, Salah is just ridiculous, an all-time great, and he's still mind blowing the... stats. Yeah, it's, it is mind blowing, isn't it? It's, it's just it's 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 become the norm. It's become the norm because we see it every week, and it's just like, oh yeah, Salah's got like two assists, he scored again. He's got another assist, he scored again, and he's breaking these records. I think highest um, most assists for an African. I think he's overtook. Um, Mares, uh, of course, Mares has now left the league, but Salah can then now go on and add more to that and make that even a more difficult uh, um, number to reach. But again, I mean, not in the game as much as I would have liked him to be for, on the whole. But when he when he gets in those positions and like like you said, the Elliot Gold Nunes plays Salah, and you you know straight away it's danger, and you can see that on the. On, on the players of the on the face of the Wolves players, like straight away, they don't want Salah in those areas running at you. And it, it, yeah, he's just a another one that. I mean, if he leaves next year, potentially, then still he's a, an absolute legend. It's just it's just a joy to watch him, isn't it? Yeah, you know that, that's the thing. We will look back whenever he leaves. We will look back, you know, on him being one of the greatest Liverpool players of all time, uh, one of the greatest players the Premier League has ever seen. Uh, in terms of stats, you know, people can, I, I, I too go, you know, and sometimes moan about his touch, about his shooting abilities. I don't think it's perfect every time, but, you know, putting that aside, he still, you know, provides assists, he still scores goals, he's still always a threat, he still is always available, he's never injured, he's always fighting, running, being a very... You know, a player that no one wants to play against, like you said. And together with the younger lads like Darwin Nunez, Luis Diaz, and even Gakpo Yota, you know, he's he's taking more of a responsibility. Like I would say being a little bit older, you know, trying to adjust his game. He's not as quick anymore. He's probably not as good as one versus one as before. But he's adjusting his game a bit to now being a provider as well. We saw it last, well, yesterday, you know, against Wolves. So, you know, he's, he's, he's providing everything. He's always there and, you know, having all those goal involvements, like you mentioned, the stats are mind-blowing if you look at it. And I think, if, you know, if he continues to play for us, even if he leaves next summer or whatever, but, you know, his, his numbers, you know, after this season, what it looks like will be magnificent and if he would continue to play for us for another season anyway because he's still that young he can and you know that fit that is no problem he can i don't know how many you know assists and goals he will you know have for us when he finally leaves and you know no it will be hard for anyone any player to actually be even close to that you know in modern times so 
you know, for us, we just need to realise that we have seen one of the best players that, you know, ever been on this planet when it comes to, you know, actually providing goals and assists in a, in a team that obviously won everything. So all, all appreciation and all the, you know, um, respect for Mohamed Salah. Yeah, massively. What, what an absolute. The Egypt. He's not. He's not called the Egyptian king for no reason. He's called it because he's an. He is the Egyptian king. He is an absolute legend. And yeah, got us right back in the game and 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 helped win us the game, which is the way Liverpool have been playing. It's 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 lovely to see. Obviously, City went on and won and Spurs won, so we're we're joined second in the league on thirteen points out of five games, which is. I mean, we went, we went top for a bit, and it was nice. And City going one 0 down was good as well. But they, we knew that weren't going to last. Um, but yeah, to get to four wins and a draw out of the first five is absolutely is absolutely perfect and, and a great start. Uh, but yeah, lad, we can leave it there. It's been nice chance here. Oh, of course, when Liverpool win, um, like I said before, I was, I was worrying that this one was going to be like a, a moaning one where we're moaning about Liverpool and whatever. But thankfully, Liverpool turned up. The Reds turned up. A lot, a lot of the big fellas stepped up to the plate, and that's what you want to see in this new. Klopp 2.0 and Klopp saying like it's not year eight of Klopp, it's year one of a new team and it's that type of stuff that we love and with the players we've got, they're just it's hard not to get excited about how good this Liverpool side is. But yeah, and we showed it again yesterday with a, with a great win. Uh, but yeah, we shall leave it there. Thanks everyone for listening. As always, really appreciate it. I haven't got the prediction results in front of me, so I'll do them next time because. We both predicted the win, so we both got one point, but I just don't know exactly where we are in the league. But we will give you an update on that. And like I always say, if you want to join the league, then just let us know. Messages on a copy podcast, Twitter or Instagram, just let us know. And you can join the league and you can join in join in the, the fun and, the, and posting the bevies and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but yeah, as always, appreciate it. As always, thanks to Christian for jumping on and we'll see you all very soon. Up the Reds. I'm Jamie Carragher and you are listening to the Copy Podcast. Network.